Night Whispers. It's a hobby. So what's yours? Resurrection. Night Whispers, November 9, God the Father and No Man, and your dream word for tonight is integrity. Malachi chapter 2 verse 13 to 16 reads, So he does not regard the offering anymore, nor receive it with goodwill from your hands. Yet you say, for what reason? Because the Lord has been witness between you and the wife of your youth, with whom you have dealt treacherously. Yet she is your companion, and your wife by covenant. But did not he make them one, having a remnant of the Spirit, and why one? He seeks godly offspring. Therefore take heed to your spirit, and let none deal treacherously with the wife of his youth. For the Lord God of Israel says that he hates divorce, for it covers one's garment with violence, says the Lord of hosts. Therefore take heed to your spirit, that you do not deal treacherously. In the Coen Brothers 2003 film Intolerable Cruelty, George Clooney stars as Miles Massey, the cynical attorney who is highly specialised in breaking marriages apart and making the divorce as profitable as possible for his client, regardless of their own personal culpability in the divorce. The leading lady in the film is Catherine Zeta-Jones, who plays Marilyn Rexroth, a woman choosing to marry men who are exceptionally rich and astonishingly silly and therefore very likely to commit adultery, thus giving her the excuse to divorce him so she can, in turn, then win a massive financial settlement that will make her independent of all men. The dialogue, the acting, the timing, the humour of the movie are, in my opinion, all quite brilliant and very Cohen-esque. The main speech of the film, Intolerable Cruelty, concerns all the possibilities and vulnerabilities of true and selfless, sacrificial love and is made by the character Miles Massey at his keynote address, which is given at the annual convention of his professional association. The association is very cleverly called the National Organisation of Matrimonial Attorneys Nationwide. No man. I remember watching the movie and seeing their organisational logo and motto in the background of the main dialogue, and emblazoned underneath it was the fictional association's most hilarious tagline. Here it is. What God hath joined, let no man put asunder. It was a most clever and hilarious contrivance. In the real world, however, divorce is not funny at all, and it remains exceptionally painful for many, many years, oftentimes even a lifetime. There is very little laughter in it, I can tell you that. Divorce remains financially painful. Divorce remains emotionally painful. Divorce remains relationally painful, and in my pastoral observance of it over the years, divorce remains painful for the rest of a person's life. Friend, there's no condemnation in my writing this tonight because the saying, there but for the grace of God go I, most certainly applies to me and my wife of over 40 years. God has been very gracious to us. 
Indeed, when I am giving premarital counselling, I say there's ten things you need in a marriage. Yes, that's what you need, I say. You need your fingernails to hang on sometimes. Yes, God has been very gracious to me and my wife for 40 years or more, but I say to every person who is still married to their first spouse, God has been very gracious to you as well. Two sinners living together for 40 years, and you're still together? Goodness me, that's a miracle! For I tell you, none of us really knows what goes on behind the closed doors of marriage. Nevertheless, in our text for this, God says several important things to us and hangs them all all on one massive nail. I hate divorce. Indeed, listen to how the message brings this climactic statement to our attention. It goes like this. And here's a second offence. You fill the place of worship with your whining and sniveling because you don't get what you want from God. Do you know why? Simple. Because God was there as a witness when you spoke your marriage vows to your young bride. And now you've broken those vows, broken the faith bond with your vowed companion, your covenant wife. God, not you, made marriage. His spirit inhabits even the smallest details of marriage. And what does he want from marriage? Children of God, that's what. So guard the spirit of your marriage within you. Don't cheat on your spouse. I hate divorce, says the God of Israel. God of the angel army says, I hate the violent dismembering of the one flesh of marriage. So watch yourselves. Don't let your guard down. Don't cheat. Divorce is indeed the violent dismembering of the one flesh of marriage. Watch yourselves. Don't let your guard down. Don't cheat on your mate. To help you, and hopefully to heal you, I've got three things for your consideration this evening. First, if you are divorced, well, there's no need to keep adding to your existing pains. Self-condemnation, anger at your former spouse, and a multitude of other leather tales of self-flagellation will only make you bleed and fan the flames of hurt. There's no healing there, and it's time to heal. Get with God and get it sorted. Forgive yourself. Secondly, I want to tell you, especially those of you struggling in your marriage, and after 40 years I can say this, who isn't, that God is interested in marriage. Indeed, God is interested, immersed, and inhabiting all aspects of your marriage. Be aware of that, and so prayerfully seek him in every part of your marriage. Every part of it, I say, for he will indeed help you in every part of your marriage. Ask him. Thirdly, don't mess up the covenant of marriage. And if you have messed up, then please don't keep messing up. The Bible here, I think, is particularly speaking to men. And I wonder if it is speaking to older, more well-off men. I mean, older men who, compared to their wives, are more well-off financially, more well-off opportunistically, more well-off physically, more well-off health-wise, maybe. Well, you see what I mean. In any event, the scripture clearly speaks tonight, saying this. Don't be a traitor. Don't cheat on your wife. Listen. And he answered and said to them, Have you not read that he who made them at the beginning made them male and female? And said, For this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Pray with me, please. Mercy, Lord, please forgive us for our many sins and our traitorous hearts. Mercy, Lord, and despite our many sins, we ask that you wash us and make us clean, that you change us from traitors into people of honour and integrity and courage. Make us new, Lord, and make us stronger too. A testimony to your grace and to your love within the marriage covenant. And, O God, give us godly children. In your great name we get amen, and let it be so. Hi, it's Victor Robert Farrell here. Support us today by getting your latest copy of Night Whispers from nightwhispers.com. That's nightwhispers.com.